Welcome to the NRV Business Spotlight on the WRAD Talk Network, giving you a closer look at the businesses and employers all across the New River Valley. The program is a service of New River Radio and Digital. Here's your host, New River Radio General Manager, Paul Johnson. Thank you so much for listening and have the radio on this morning. We appreciate that. I think you'll find the next few minutes very interesting. We're going to talk about real estate in the New River Valley with our guest, Desi Sowers, with uh, REMAX 8. Desi is an agent with REMAX 8, uh, and we'll find out a little bit about her, but a little bit about realty in general and the, uh, the, the housing market in general. First of all, Desi, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it so much. Such an exciting opportunity. It is, and we're glad you're here. And again, before we get to realty in general, let's talk a little bit about you. How'd you get into this game? How long have you been in it? Uh, yeah. I assume yeah. that... 12-year-old Desi didn't say, I'm going to be a realtor when I grow up. I did not, but it probably wasn't long after that. I've always had kind of the entrepreneurial spirit, Okay, but life gets in the way. You know, you got to stop, you get married, you have children, you raise kids, you do your thing. And then when I was honestly about 40 years old, I decided I'm going to jump into into real estate. So only a couple of years now. Oh, I'd like to think so, Paul. But no, I've been full-time for 18 years now. So yeah, that's a giveaway. So yeah, just got into it, jumped in head first. And my philosophy was there's no turning back. Right. You and know? are you from this area? Originally? I am. We moved to Pulaski County. I was in the sixth grade, so about 12 years old. So I've been here, what, 40 plus years? So you're almost a local now. Almost a local, almost. And my husband's born and raised in Radford. Yeah, okay. we have two two boys and raised them here. It's been a great life, and we've loved every minute of it. Right. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the housing market uh, is such an up-and-down thing. I mean, it, it is. really is. And, and you know, and, and, you know, truth be told, Desi was my realtor when I moved to town mm-hmm. a year ago. <laughs> and we were kind of laughing off the air because it was nuts a year ago. Uh, You know, there weren't very many houses on the market. Right. And when one came on, if you didn't pounce immediately, it could be gone four hours, you know, in four hours. So flash forward a year. What's it like now? Flash forward and it's pretty much the same. Um, It's just pockets now. It's a little bit different depending on what the home is, where it is, the price point, you might have a few days now to get to it and make a decision. Okay. If you're in Blacksburg, that's still our hottest market with homes selling literally within hours and still sometimes above asking price. Right. As we kind of trickle over to the Radford, Pulaski, Dublin areas, you sometimes might have, you know, a few days, even a week or two. Okay. But what we're also weeding out is some unrealistic sellers, those who think just because the market's great, I will ask just a crazy price. And sometimes they're just being rejected by the market. Yeah, they're just putting the brakes on saying, nope, you're going to have to lower that before someone comes by. So, yes, the market is hot, but not unrealistically with pricing of houses. Exactly. This this is kind of our new norm. And in a way, it's sad because a lot of little first-time homebuyers have just been really priced out. Right. And that's hard. That is very hard. They're either having to save longer, you know, wait till maybe there's a spouse, two incomes something to make a difference in this market and make home ownership affordable for them. 
Well, and I think that, you know, the reality is of what you can afford and where you can afford to live. It is. It absolutely is. Just like going out and buying a new car. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to shop within your budget. Right. Same thing with real estate. You're going to have to shop within your budget. Well, I think the big shocker when I moved to town a year ago was, you know, our first design was probably to live in Blacksburg. Right. And it wasn't long before we realized <laughs> we can't afford the Reality in set in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why is, you know, obviously... Big, huge university there. Right. Why else makes Black Blacksburg such You know, really, it is the university and the excellent reputation of the schools. Mm. If you have children, Blacksburg is a very desirable school district. Okay. You know, and the closer you get to campus, everybody wants to be a hokey. Right. Okay. The closer you get, the more prices just escalate. So it's a combination of just a beautiful lifestyle. It's not crazy crowded, beautiful homes, good incomes. But it again, it's hard if you're you know looking to be a first time home buyer right. at a modest price range sure. to say I'm going to live in Blacksburg. And it seems to me that both Blacksburg and Christiansburg mm-hmm. are still doing a lot of building, a they lot are. of new properties. We've got up. some good new exciting developments going on that are going to open up more possibilities, and that's the key to it. Now we just need more inventory, right? Yeah, because right now, for instance, myself, let's say I'm locked in at 2.75, why would I put my house on the market and commit to an 8% mortgage? Is that what it is? That's a lot of it. That's a whole lot of it is people just saying, you know what, I can work from anywhere. I'm working from home now. Why do I need to move? That's true. That's yeah. true. So less movement even in the a same time. A lot terms. less. A lot less. Because you always less. have new people moving in, oh, occasionally sure. people moving out. But the, the kind the of the move cross... up buyer right. is what we don't have because there's no inventory and people don't want to leave what they've locked in at. Right. This is Desi yeah. Sauer. She's a uh, uh, an agent with Remax 8 here in the New River Valley. Uh, mortgage rates, again, you mentioned 8%? Maybe? Yeah, we're getting as high. Yeah. We might see that. This is like I the late know. 70s. Here. I know, exactly. And look, I'm old enough to remember the good old days when you know, my first home purchase back in 83 was, no, 87. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I think we were at like 9%, but that right. was the norm. Right. Okay. So but we got spoiled. We did. We did. But the younger generation, like my son, who's 29, when I say 8% is not a big deal, he loses his mind. Right. They, because they've never seen yeah, that high before. And I, I know you're not a mortgage lender, uh, but do you see a light at the end of the tunnel? You for know what we do? Or? Predictions are maybe the second quarter of 2024 that we might see a shift in some interest rates. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to it. But the interest rate is everything when it comes to your payment. Right. That's what dictates what your budget's going to be. Well, and I know a lot of people, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, we'll refinance again when it goes and down. And you can, yeah. certainly. Mm-hmm. Certainly. That's an option. That's right. an o- that's an option to be a homeowner now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So first time home buying. Let's talk about sure. that. Let's say it's sure. a, a young couple that, uh, you know, maybe they've been renting for a while, but they think it is time uh, you know, to, to maybe look into home ownership. Sure. Uh, you know, the first thing that, that strikes me is like when I buy a car, I usually find the car I like and then say, okay, let's take care of the financing now. You kind of have to do it opposite. You do have to switch that. There mm-hmm. is a method to the madness of becoming a homeowner. Your very first step, obviously, you have the bug, the desire. You want to be, you feel like it's time in your life 
for the responsibility of being a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then first thing we need to do is get you to a great local mortgage lender to get you pre-approved because I need to know, I need to show you homes that are realistically within your price range because what a disappointment to go out, look at a gorgeous home you fall in love with. Then it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You can't, you know, (laughs) you can't buy that one. (laughs) So we get you pre-approved. We Mm -hmm. understand what your down payment's going to be, what your closing costs are going to look like. Do I need to structure your your offer in such a way that we maybe ask the seller to pay some of your closing costs? And all of this is information that we're going to get when we get you pre-approved with the local local lender. Right. Yeah. So have sites like Realtor.com and Zillow made it easier or more difficult for you? you and know I, what? I think more difficult from the standpoint of people think that gives them all the information. Right. It does. It's difficult in that sense, but it's also easier when I can tell, you know, a young, eager buyer or anyone for that matter, set up your search on realtor.com, set up your search on Zillow. I'll be looking for you Mm -hmm. using my resources, but you get out there and do the same. And it's funny, I joke with people, you know, your realtor.com search is like the new Facebook. You get up in the morning, you grab your phone off the dresser and you you see what's new on realtor.com and Zillow. And that's how you start the day. Right, but it's it, the the information is just enormous, and it's super helpful. And and uh, it, it's probably I, again. I remember buying houses where I would say to you, "Okay, we want three bedrooms, two baths, and a two car garage." Go find us those, you know, five. Right. Give me your criteria. And now people are coming to you saying these are the five I want to see. Yeah, exactly. And can you find one before it goes on the market so I have a chance to buy it? Ah, (laughs) So that is an advantage then because you may know of. There is. Is that an inner office thing? It's an inner office kind of inner agent, a networking, you know, because we do. You know, I am maybe going to know about something before it comes on the market. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Other agents. I mean, we've got 30 plus agents in my office. We'll share amongst ourselves. Hey, I've got something going on. (laughs) Yeah. Now, look, we want to give everyone a fair shot at it. And from the seller's perspective, I'm not going to encourage you to not put it out there to the open market and let competition be competition because that's in your best interest to have to see how the, people right, to see how the market responds sure, to sure, your sure. to your product because yeah. your house on the market is a product we're talking with Desi Sowers, who's a uh, an agent with Remax Eight here in the New River Valley. Again, first time home buyers get the financing settled, That's or get right. your pre approval ready, so you know what you can afford. Um, what other things do new home buyers uh, rely on you for that m- maybe they hadn't considered? Sure, guiding them through maybe the inspections process because they had no idea that as a buyer they have a right to perform inspections, mm-hmm. such as a home inspection, a term. You can do a radon test and then have someone there on your side who's negotiating the results of these inspections for you. So an inspection comes back with the inspector saying, I question the age of this or this, you know, the roof maybe is... And the then that's heater. all a negotiation. You exactly. can ask maybe for a lower price if they don't address that or offer a full price if they do address you that. You can. There are multiple ways to approach it. But now the caveat to that is, is our market has been so competitive the past couple of years, mm-hmm. many folks are foregoing inspections 
to be competitive just to have their offer considered. So that's a tempting thing to say to a buyer is, look, I won't burden you with an inspection. Right, no inspections, (laughs) because honestly, I've always thought that it's easier to negotiate just the offer itself, the Mm -hmm. price and terms, because that's a set, you know, this is X dollars, here's your closing date. But when you get to the inspections, everyone gets an opinion. Right. The inspector, the contractor, the buyer, the seller, and you've got to get all those opinions to come together. I think that's an interesting thing. And it's one of the things I value about a good realtor is they are an advocate on your behalf. Oh, absolutely. Right. I am clearly working for you in your best interest. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. answering those questions and giving advice, and uh, uh, it's invaluable, especially right. for a her- first-time home buyer to have somebody that they can trust that is looking out for them. That's uh, right. I'm on your team. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. So again, first-time home buying. Then when they get to the actual loan process, and I know again mm-hmm. you're not a lender, but that is you know back in the housing boom, they were giving loans to. Everybody right. that walked in the <laughs> And now it's a little more stringent than It that. is. It is. You've got to actually let them, you know, maybe pull your credit, check your assets, do a verification of your employment. And then it's super empo- important because, and I have to coach my first-time buyers through this, once you've gone under contract, okay, we've selected your home, seller has agreed, you're under contract, let's go. You cannot run out and buy a new car, finance a whole house full of furniture, go to Lowe's and finance your appliances. All of this will change your credit score. Uh And at the end of the transaction, just prior to closing, your lender's going to pull your credit score again. And if it's changed, you may not, don't change jobs. Mm. Now's not the time (laughs) for a new job. Uh. Wait till after the closing date. Well, and again, that's the patience that, you know, for that period of time, hold tight. Exactly. Right. Don't apply for new credit Don't go crazy. Do not. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) So the last thing for a home buyer is closing. What what are a new home buyer is what do they expect then at closing? Sure. When you go to closing, it's the happy day. You get the keys to your new home. Mm. You're going to sign, the old saying, sign your life away? Yes. Yes, you will. (laughs) And and the the best piece of advice somebody uh, told me one time was don't look at the final figure for your loan (laughs) amount because it will shock you. It will. It's, it's. Yeah, it's unnerving, but this is exactly the terms you've agreed upon. Your lender, you're at the finish line. Let's just go for it. Right. The other thing that 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 I laugh about occasionally is when I watch like home buying shows oh. on HGTV, you know, House Hunters and things like that. Is a young couple that says this is going to be our forever home. Oh, that's that's so sweet. I, <laughs> isn't that cute? That's so cute. <laughs> but again, not knowing what anybody's that's future right. is, uh, you know, this is. It's your home, and you want it to be that. You want to feel that way, but it's 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 an investment. It's That's not right. who you are, and it may not be forever. That's right. And you're and I always try to tell people your first home should be. It's like you said. It's an investment. This is your stepping stone to build your wealth to your next home. Where really you should try to plan on a three to five year plan. Mm-hmm. Now, look, some people are very happy in their first home. They stay for many many years. Right. But it's typically you don't want to buy the biggest house on the street, the smallest house. We want just a solid investment for you, right, right. not the weird, quirky floor plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Right. Uh, Desi Sowers is here. She's with REMAX 8, a realtor here in the New River Valley. Let's talk a little bit about, again, we've talked for home, first-time home mm-hmm. buyers, but those of us who have done it before, if, right. again, we think... Uh, 
is now a good time to, you know, move up or downsize either way? You know, if I'm an older couple, the kids are gone, downsize. I mean, how how should a person gauge that if this is the right time right, to do right. it or when is the right time to do that? You, I think that's a complete personal response because if I'm sitting here looking at what the market's doing, what that's doing, it's it's almost like, you know, am I ready to get married? Am I ready to have kids? Mm-hmm. Honestly, you probably will never be. It's just something you do. Right. Okay. And I think of home ownership the same way. If you have a need, if you need to downsize, if you need to move for your job, if there's been a death, uh, you know, had a baby, you've gotten married, divorce, all of these are reasons to change your housing situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should let the, the market dictate what your personal life decisions are going to be. You should be prudent. Right. We don't want you going out there throwing money around, yeah. you know, on mm-hmm. unnecessarily overpriced properties. But if your life situation is such that it's time to make a move, go for it. Yeah. What, what, what do you say? Again, Right now, here and now, what do you say to somebody that maybe wants to look at at uh, realty as an investment, as rental property, right, as that sort of right. thing? Right, as rental property, and my, and again, everyone's got their own opinion about it. If you can find a property that you can cover the rent and the payments, someone else is making your mortgage, mm-hmm. then honestly, I'm not concerned about how much you pay for it because someone else right. is going to be paying for it. But you always have to remember, nothing rents 100% of the time. Right. So you've got to be prepared. There may be a few months when you're making that mortgage. Yes, exactly. When you're paying those utilities. So you have to know that. And okay. I would imagine your lender uh, needs to know that whether you have a renter or not, you're going to be you're able to make still, this payment. And as an investor, you know, there's some different loan requirements. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have a bigger down payment. You're going to have to show, you know, show on paper that you're qualified to carry these, you know, more than one mortgage. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think it's always, look, right now we haven't seen foreclosures in a long time. There's not a lot of people out there doing flip properties. Right. You can still find them, but you got to dig pretty hard for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And you probably can find just, because again, we see the flip TV shows, right. and, and, and we get tempted to say, well, we could do that and walk right. away with $50,000. And I would imagine, just like Las Vegas only shows you the winners, that That's there, right. there are That's some right. losers. There are there a too. lot of losers who kind of lose their tails on that flip property. Right. And that is a, that's a learning process. Mm-hmm. You learn to go in there, and you've got to stick to your budget. Yeah. Some people just go in and go crazy thinking, well, I want to make it beautiful as if I'm living here. No, that's not the goal. You want to make it comfortable Mm -hmm, for -hmm. someone else to live in it. Right. Yeah. Now, from your experience, the 18 years that you've been a a, a realtor here in the New River Valley, you've seen ups and downs. That's right. You saw the the housing crash of, what, 2006, 7, somewhere around there. Right. That was just awful. And that, you know, that was caused, to the best of my recollection, by A, overbuilding, and B, approving... Anybody that walked right. through the door. Right. What can, what's to prevent that from happening again? You know, I think because loans now are, and they have been for years, 
much more stringent. Mm-hmm. Gone are the days of what we used to call no-doc loans, like no documentation. Right. You told me, okay, I'm Paul, I have a job. Okay, I trust you for that. <laughs> yeah, it was right. literally that loose. Mm-hmm. So now where people are having to, you know, really verify employment, you know, credit histories, that's keeping a lot of this down where we're not seeing that, you know, any indicator of prices plummeting or a crash coming unless just the American dollar in general keeps going in a very bad direction. Right, right. Yeah. And it's good to see new housing oh, going Oh, it's absolutely. Up. It's beautiful. Right, right. The more, the better. Well, this area, Blacksburg, Christiansburg, Radford, Dublin, Pulaski, continues to grow in population. Right. Where is the housing going to come from exactly. if they're not building and, and new And the ones? affordable housing, too. Mm, you know, that's for, very true. The, the place where, you know, I can put a school teacher with a modest income mm-hmm. or, you know, the manager at a local grocery store or a, a CVS or a Walgreens, you know. We're not talking about the uber, uber earners. right. But we've still got to have the housing. Are there the enough of incomes. those housing uh, unit type, you know, the, the more affordable the more fo- housing the more going affordable, up? That's what we've always lacked. That's mm-hmm. a problem, especially in the past three years where prices has, have escalated so much. Right. And it's really a shame now that $300,000 is the new $150,000 right. house. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I think that that's uh, I've seen that in other places as well, because, you know, from a builder's standpoint, you know, it it takes as much time, energy, uh, acreage. Oh, and his cost of materials have skyrocketed. $150,000 houses as it does $500,000 Right, right. I think we're going to see a lot more of the multi-generational living with families. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we're going to see duplexes, apartments. Something that's just going to give you a little more space, but yep. it's affordable. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. you know what, you can get nice properties. Oh, sure, in doing and that's that. okay and, if that's what you need to start you know, out with. Five that's... million people in Northern Virginia can't be wrong. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, I hope the growth isn't that you know remarkable, <laughs> right. and we all know it won't be. This is Desi Sowers. She's with uh, Remax Eight, a realtor here in uh, the New River Valley. Uh, let's let's talk about you know when housing is robust and when the market is. Everybody wants to be a realtor. Everybody wants, because, you know, any old monkey can sell a house. That's Everybody right. Everybody wants to be a... Just think of that commission a... on that house. But, That's right. again, with its ups and downs, right. you see a lot of attrition. I do. I do. And we see a lot of people when the market is really, really hard. It's when we see maybe our agents who have been doing this forever mm-hmm. and are of retirement age, they just go ahead and retire. Right. Past few years, the market's been great, so we have a huge influx of new realtors. Right. Some of them, you know, depending on their work ethic and how hard they hit it, they'll succeed and be fabulous. But the truth is, 87% of new realtors never renew their license after the first year. Wow. It is way harder because we are independent contractors. Mm-hmm. You're getting out there and you're building your book of business. Welcome to being self-employed. Right. Yeah, no one's getting up and saying, Desi, get up, go to work. <laughs> it is you get up and you go out there and make things happen. And you hustle and you you're do. available. I mean, you right. know, maybe 24-7 is a little <laughs> too broad, but somebody is going to call you oh, at 7 absolutely. o'clock and say, Desi, I saw this house. Can we see it? Yeah, exactly. You need to have a support system in place if you have small children. You've got to have a spouse on board. And you've got to understand, yeah, I'm going to miss maybe some family activities for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss out on a few things. 
things that would have been great. Right. But that's the cost of building your book of business and getting to a point where you can, I don't want to say coast or sail because it's never that easy. Right. But you can absolutely have a great, well-defined family, personal life versus your business life. So where do most of your customers come from? Is it word of mouth? Yeah, most of mine now are repeat and referral customers. Mm -hmm. But that comes from 18 years of, I would like to think, providing outstanding customer service, treating people like gold, because I really do love the folks that I work with. Yeah. And again, you know, having worked with a lot of realtors, I, I, um, I sense that, you know, we all work to get a paycheck, certainly. That's right. But I would, I sense that there's a lot of satisfaction with a deal coming together. Oh, it's so, when I see that young first-time homebuyer literally squealing with excitement yeah. with the keys in their hands, <laughs> that is just fantastic. Right. Or you've been able to move aging parents to a more sustainable, one-level and the family is so happy. The children are so happy for their parents. Mm-hmm. There's just a, so much dynamics that go into housing is very emotional. Well, and I would say one of the great values of a realtor like you with that many years of experience when we moved here, we didn't know any plumbers. We didn't know any electricians. Right. We, you know, so we'd ask you, <laughs> right. Do you know, an electrician. Yes, I know four. Uh, <laughs> you know, so again, those are the things that you don't. You know, especially if you're new to an area, right. you haven't the slightest idea. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even down to, hey, where can I go get my hair cut? Yeah. Where can I take my kids to the dentist? So, yeah, it's a building relationships and just knowing your local your local area. Right. Yeah. Well, this is Desi Sowers from Remax 8. I can tell you that Desi is very good at this job because, again, <laughs> in a very difficult housing market, I don't want to say you found us our dream home because you know you didn't. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Or it wasn't. That's but, right. But we're making it as such. And, again, it was challenging. It was, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like the old days where you had your pick of 50 houses right. and, and you could under bid, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. and they were desperate to sell. And now you, you do have to be quick. You do have to be fleet. You have to be ready. Right. Um, and, and uh, you know, uh, you did a terrific job for well, us. Well, thank you. Very thank much you. You folks were a pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely love having newcomers come to the area. So Desi Sowers, yes. D-E-S-I Sowers with Remax 8. If somebody is looking to buy, sell, recommend. Uh, if you've got a young couple in your life that, that you really want somebody you can trust, I would recommend the woman sitting across the desk. That's so kind. Desi, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Paul. What a pleasure. Yeah. What a pleasure. Desi Sowers from Remax 8, and this is a New River Valley Business Spotlight.